10 Reasons Why You Should Relocate Your Business to DFW. Seriously? Don't we have enough people here? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm limited to 10. I'm Jan Gibbons. And I'm Bob Gibbons. And this week on the Confessions of a Recovering Landlord podcast, you'll want to be our neighbors if you aren't already. Truly shocked you were able to narrow this list down to 10 items. And uh, my Texas Rangers weren't even on the list. <laughs> well, it was difficult to whittle it down to only 10, but the Rangers bit the dust, as they so often do hey, on, the, hey, hey, on hey, the field. Hey, send in three to the All-Star <laughs> game, buddy boy. What? Yeah. Okay. Adelise Garcia, Joey hey, Gallo, this is about and real estate. Kyle let's, Gibson. Let's move right on. Oh, okay. 10 reasons, I'm giving them 11. Yet again, <laughs> extra value from yeah, your friends at Riata. Just Riotta. like the last one. <laughs> well, I do like the 10 you listed. Good. But the fact that my rangers were n- not on the list, nor barbecue. I'm a vegetarian. Is going to be a big problem for me. <laughs> and most people. Time to move on to the 10. <laughs> okay, let's dive right in. Okay, well, number one is oh, the sorry. central time zone. <laughs> you know, with the advent of constant shipping, traveling, got to be here, got to be there. Now, being centrally located in the country is a highly desirable place to be. I mean, take our son, for example. He is a sales person online. He sells software as a service. So he has sales calls in his job from all over the world. And last two jobs have been that way. They're primarily in the U.S., but, you know, sometimes it's, other side of the world. Well, at least for those within the U.S., being in the central time zone allows him to work easily from east and west coast, regardless of what time it is. And, uh, you know, the distribution of goods are faster when you're in the central time zone, uh, cheaper that way, travel is more convenient. I mean, central time zone is the place to be. Well, I've always felt that way. I mean, we even picked our coaching program to be in the same time zone. It's easier to travel. Well, prime time is earlier, too, which is always a good thing. You don't Absolutely. have to stay up so late if you're watching that stuff. Number one, unless you're actually there, <laughs> DFW Airport. That would be number two. <laughs> Again, giving you extra value. Yeah. I'm glad somebody's paying attention here. <laughs> Well, having a huge international airport that flies practically anywhere is really invaluable to business owners. I mean, you can't fly, you can you can fly anywhere north or south, North America, Central America, within about three hours or less. I mean, it's the fourth busiest airport in the world based on passenger travel behind uh, China and Atlanta. In fact, it's interesting, of the top 15 airports in the world, nine of those are in China. One is in Japan, and five are in the U.S. Atlanta, DFW, Denver, Chicago, and LAX in that order, at least according to Wikipedia. So, you know, a great airport is a huge economic engine for the region. Number three? Oh. Low taxes, corporate and individual. You know, this has always been a big thing. You know, I was raised, uh, my parents, my dad was in the in the military, in the Army, and so we were always Florida residents, and... Yeah, they, my parents both grew up in Florida, so that wasn't just made up. But, 
you know, they get to pick where they want to have the residency. And of course, what are you going to do? You're going to pick a state with no income tax, right? They weren't stupid. Well, Texas has always prided itself on having no income tax. But that said, we do have higher property taxes than in a lot of places. Even people coming from California are surprised at how, how high our property taxes are. But, you know, the net tax burden is still heavily advantaged to us. Uh, corporate taxes and, you know, especially incentives uh, for corporations moving here are really given away like candy whenever a big company states they want to move here. But if you look at the total tax burden paid by individuals in the U.S., guess which state is number one? You're right, New York. Followed closely by Hawaii, Vermont, Maine, and Connecticut, or Minnesota, depending on who, what source you're using. So those are the top five. Texas is number 30, according to a company, uh, an online source called WalletHub.com, but only number 47 if you're looking at TaxFoundation.org, which I'm going with TaxFoundation. Corporate taxes are a little different, though. I was really surprised by this. The highest tax rates in the U.S. for companies, South Dakota and Wyoming tied for number one, then Missouri, North Carolina, and then South Carolina. That really shocked me. But again, according to TaxFoundation.org, Texas again, number 47. <clears throat> Following close on those heels, number four, low cost of living, which yeah. begins with low tax base. Well, that's a huge part of it, right? So you take into account housing, food, taxes, transportation. Across the board, you know, Texas is a cheaper place to be than a lot of areas. I mean, New York City is the worst in the U.S., of course, followed by San Francisco, Anchorage, Alaska, Honolulu and Brooklyn, which I thought was kind of interesting because I think of Brooklyn as part of New York, but maybe I shouldn't. Dallas is number 52. It only costs 68% of the, uh, to, uh, to live in Dallas of the cost of being in New York. I actually think it's probably a lot less than that, honestly, just because the housing, uh, at least pre-COVID pre anyway. And uh, that's all, by the way, uh, according to a place called numbio.com. Easy for you to say. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to number you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> number five, labor force. You know, labor force is interesting. We, you know, we've always had our, you know, plenty of the blue collar workers, and um, we have a lot of finance in, in DFW. Oil and gas is always has always been big in Texas, of course, and certainly in Dallas. But you know, while Austin is now called Silicon Hills which I thought was interesting uh, for the tech companies it's attracting. DFW is one of the top cities in the nation for the number of high-quality tech workers that are available. In fact, we have a client that is a software development company, and they get all of their people from the University of Texas at Dallas, which is a major tech uh, mm -hmm. university in the country. Number six, weather. Now, I'm not sure about Snowvid in this past February, <laughs> well, but normally we're a bit more. Yeah, Snowvid was a climbing. was a weird week, uh, a little more than a week. You know, normally Texas is way more moderate, uh, more cl more moderate climate than most places. But, you know, it has had its ups and downs. I mean, and not just us. I mean, it, what, last week it was like 110, 120 in Portland and Seattle. I mean, that's just crazy. But they don't have any air conditioning. Yeah, exactly. We, we can't live without air conditioning in the summer. We just run from one air-conditioned spot to the next. <laughs> but all said, we still experience more sunshine, less rain, less sleet, snow than most, most other metropolitan areas. So, you know, this translates to more reliable transportation of people and goods, smooth, uh, smoother overall economy. It's a really good thing. Number seven, edumacation. Well, in looking at all the good reasons to be in DFW, education is certainly one of them. You know, Whenever, 
you look at the range of options, of course, like most places, you have the public schools, you have the private schools, you have homeschool. I mean, Texas is a mecca for homeschooling. Uh, you know, we homeschooled our kids. And, you know, homeschooling is defined as a private school in Texas. So it's really a great place to do that. But when you get into uh, secondary, or uh, actually, I guess, um, college, universities, you know, we have a lot of universities that are really, really good. They have tons of different disciplines. You know, I'd also point out that there are lots of other educational venues, not just universities, but tech and, uh, and real estate, you know, hospitality training, culinary arts, um, places where you can go get, get, uh, what, I don't know what they would call that. Is that a certification or is that a it's, it's associate's a degree? degree isn't it? I know that, um, El Centro, El Centro Col- College does that, degree. but we've also had the, um, what was the Culin- Culinary Institute of America, I think was here. Oh, okay. I mean, there, we've, I think some of the really top chefs have come from schools in Dallas. So, Regardless of how you look at it, DFW has it if you want to learn about something, get a degree about it, or become accredited in it. Number eight, cultural opportunities. Oh, I get it. This is where the rangers come in. Yeah, right. Well, your rangers aside, you know, DFW is the home to many one-of-a-kind, really good cultural venues like the Kimball Art Museum in Fort Worth, the Ammon Carter in Fort Worth, the Nasher Sculpture Center in Dallas. That's a one-of-a-kind. And, you know, there are far too many to, to name, but... You know, I would say that DFW in the overall world and in the U.S. isn't known for its, you know, cultural leadership necessarily. But we have enough here to hold our own against uh, any other metro. Number nine, quality of life. I really like this one because it really is a good place. I mean, after the pandemic, I think it's beginning to speak to more people more and more because, you know, we we allowed people to actually use, you know, enjoy the quality of life. We didn't force them to stay inside the whole time. So, um, you know, while the the money situation here is good, you know, don't get me wrong, what is what good is it if you if you hate your life? I mean, you go up to some other places in the country and yeah, you can make more money in many cases, but your costs are so much higher. What good is it? So, you know, DFW is highly livable in so many different ways. Things to do, the weather to allow you to do it, etc. I mean, it's it's just an endless thing. Number 10, pro-business attitude of people and governments. Well, as your dad always said, Big D is a good place to do business. Business. Business is the place, this is the place to be for that. You know, he always loved this area, and I think the attitude of most of the people here is one of the big reasons he did. And I got to say, you know, government here and schools here understand that businesses and the jobs they create are what attracts people to DFW. I mean, UT, University of Texas at Dallas that I mentioned earlier, that is the first university in the United States, I'm told, that was created by businesses, you know, Texas Instruments mm-hmm. and others. They started with the Ph.D. program mm-hmm. first, first time that's ever happened, and then they started offering masters and then <laughs> the uh, bachelor's degrees. And it's become a really big university. So, I mean, that just is an example of the attitude toward business. They know what drives the economy. Mm -hmm. It's business. We're not trying to act like everybody in business is a crook or charlatan or, you know, doing bad things. Just the good ones. That's just garbage. And uh, so, you know, people move here with no jobs just because of the reputation DFW has for creating jobs and creating businesses and supporting all that. Well, get ready, because after this podcast drops, even more people are going to be relocating Don't you know it. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Confessions of a Recovering Landlord podcast. At Riata Commercial Realty, we exclusively serve companies that lease or purchase office and warehouse space. We never represent landlords. Find us at texastenantrep.com or give us a call at 972-677-0028. Goodbye. Bye.